0: Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. St. Louis was founded in 1659. And contrary to what you may have learned in your Missouri history class, that's not a mistake on our part. We're talking about an older St. Louis, one in the Southern Hemisphere. It's the city of St. Louis, Senegal, the oldest colonial city on Africa's western coast. Its life began 65 years before fur traders founded a different St. Louis in the New World. Earlier this week, our producer Lara Hamden talked to Sophie Sek. She moved to Missouri as a teenager from Dakar, the capital of Senegal. She has fond memories of visiting San Louis, Senegal. She founded the Missouri company Expedition Sub-Sahara, which sells handmade goods from women in African countries right here in the U.S. Here's what she had to say about her awareness growing up in Senegal of another St. Louis across the Atlantic.
1: I've known, I think, all of my life that there was a St. Louis in... Uh, Missouri, or at least in the United States. I didn't know it was in Missouri. So it was one of the appeals of coming here. There was a connect, even if it was just a names connect,
0: (laughs) a familiarity, if you will. And Sophie Sek also told us a bit about our Senegalese sister city.
1: There's a big art scene there. The culture there is kind of different from Dakar. Well, Dakar is a little bit older, as far as you see a lot of older people, and Saint Louis there was more younger people, and there was a very cool art scene, and even the act, the um, the architecture, and there was just more things popping, if you will, <laughs> <laughs> there. So I remember going there as a t- as a as a little person, um, just being with my cousins and just them taking me around and remember thinking it looks like a completely different world because it looked like this it looked like what New Orleans looked like now. There's these French um, buildings that are just large and colorful and just completely different than what Dakar looks like. And now that you've kind of spent some, of, some time here in St. Louis, Missouri are there things you found in common between the sister cities? As far as architecture, Lafayette Square kind of reminds me of St. Louis, it's uh, it has the same French twist to it. Um, I feel like there is a French twist to this city as well, just not as pronounced as, you know, obviously the French were in Senegal and, you know, St. Louis was the the capital so th- there's a huge french influence while here it's in it's in macro doses. it's this neighborhood and it just looks completely um i don't know the word it just looks what i consider french
0: that's St. Louis resident Sophie Seck on the connections between San Louis, Senegal, and St. Louis. Now, Seck isn't the only one contemplating those connections. Tomorrow, a new contemporary art exhibition opens at the Barrett Barrera Projects in the Central West End. It surveys the art scene in the African St. Louis and notes the parallels between the two cities named for St. Louis the King. The exhibition is called St. Louis to St. Louis, the city on the river meets river city. And here to discuss the show today is its curator, Modu Jeng. Modu, thanks for joining us Thank today. Thank
2: you. Thank you for having me. It's been great. Yeah.
0: Now, Modu, you were born in San Luis, Senegal. Yes. Were you like Sophie, who we, we just played that clip from? Did you grow up understanding that there was another St. Louis out there?
2: No, actually, I had no idea until I moved to the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> so we flew and, under the radar right, for you. Right, and, uh, You know, and then I, w- I was like, oh, okay, I should go and check it out, you know. It's, it's the same name and uh, it's uh, the getaway to the West. So, you know, that that's a great uh, beginning, you know, a great introduction to, to uh, Middle America. So,
0: so what brought you to the U.S. in the first place?
2: Oh, I, I moved here just, you know, to this, I, I always loved uh, American culture. I loved uh, jazz music and I loved, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the contemporary art, the modern art, you know, from the mid-50s, you know, and uh, the Harlem Renaissance. So uh, I came to, st- I, I went to study in San Francisco. I, I did grad school there. So, and uh, then you yeah. ended
0: up in Chicago,
2: right? Right. Well, it's uh, before between San Francisco and, and Chicago. I lived in Portland, Oregon, for a decade and taught as a professor there at the college. You know, so, so uh, you've got a
0: real American journey here, right?
2: Right. So you know, it was time to sort of like discover the rest of America. You know, the West Coast is great, but uh, you know, there is something else to see also.
0: Yeah, and you actually went to the middle of the country, which a lot right. of people like to skip.
2: Right. 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 So
0: what ended up inspiring this show that you've curated? at the Barrett-Barrera Projects here in St. Louis. Yeah,
2: I've been working with uh, Suzanne Barrett, who's the founder of Barrett-Barrera for quite a bit of time now. And uh, we've done several exhibitions. And, uh, you know, when I realized that uh, St. Louis, Louis, the city where I'm from, is and uh, St. Louis, Missouri, are sister cities, uh, I was like, wow, did, did, you, did you know that? How about we, we try to do something together, you know, in between the two cities? Because she's a very, very big... Uh, uh, a promoter and entrepreneur of uh, all of the contemporary and cultural Renaissance here in St. Louis. you know and then she was like okay yeah let's let's take a look at it and see what we can do so we ha- we work on this larger project which is to start by bringing you know contemporary artists uh, uh, from St. Louis to St. Louis, and maybe later on we will take this sort of journey to Bring San Luis artists to San Luis.
0: Oh, that know. would be great! Yes, yes. To give yes. local artists here a exactly. platform in Africa. Yep,
2: exactly. So.
0: So I understand that the art scene in San Luis is mm-hmm. it's very vibrant. Yes. It's, what kind of work are they doing there?
2: Well, it's mostly photograph photog- photography because uh, it's very picturesque. It's it's a very old. It's a it's a, a patrimoine universal UNESCO patrimoine. You know, so uh, it's very beautiful. You have. Uh, you know, they call it the Venice of Africa uh-huh. because you have the river, the water, and all of these very old buildings. Some of them are in ruins, you know? And uh, so most of the artists over there wo- primarily work with photographs, photography, and uh, and also a bit of painting and also a bit of traditional sculpture that comes from more of a crafty hand, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Tell
0: us about um, one of the artists that you're highlighting in this show.
2: Right, right, well, you know, uh, I, myself, am an artist, and I'm in the show, you know, and... And uh,
0: what's your medium? Are you a, me- pho- a photographer?
2: Yes, I take pictures uh, uh, of the old colonial uh, structure and buildings, and I paint over them, you know, as a, a sort of way of re- reappropriating them. Uh, And making it a little bit of uh, my own energy and memory, you know, because I've I've left the town for quite a bit of time now, and uh, you're looking back on it. Yes, and uh, you know, working, you know, playing with it to sort of uh, express my own identity. And then we have, you know, uh, you know, many other artists in the show who are quite, you know, in love also with the city and that inspired them. Uh, for example, Abdul Karim Fall uh, does this amazing, you know, sort of a ghosty painting of the same colonial architecture. You know, so he's retr- retracing a journey through the architecture to talk about the Sunday of today and uh, the way should, things should be sort of reshuffled in a contemporary life, you know.
0: Okay. So. You've got a total of 11 artists. Right. Do they have multiple works up in this show, or just one each, each of them
2: ha- have, it has uh, t- three or four pieces? Okay. Yeah.
0: So, what are some of the parallels that you're drawing by showing the work that you chose for this? Uh-huh. What parallels are you drawing between San Luis uh-huh. and St. Louis?
2: Well, uh, to me, it's just uh, it's about first uh, starting a conversation, because I think the two cities have a lot to give to each other, you know. And uh, today, in this global market and in this global uh, atmosphere, you know, we are trying to sort of basically build a bridge of the Atlantic, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: So another St. Louis-San Louis connection is being forged by Sophie Seck, who we heard from earlier. Uh-huh. She told our producer, Lara Hamden, about the organization she founded here in St. Louis, which is called Exhibition Sahara.
1: So there's four artists who make everything that Expeditions of Sahara um, sells, and three of them are in Senegal. I am the fourth. We make baskets that are very traditionally Senegalese. Uh, a lot of women and parts of Senegal, basket weaving is a large part of the culture. And so it's beading, making jewelry. It's it's that artist, artistic um, field that you, you you kind of in, inherit from your mother and, and a lot of part of, of Africa, actually, but definitely in Senegal as well. And so we make these traditional looking baskets and jewelry but we give it um, a western twist so it's not completely it's it has a a western design to it um, but with a Senegalese tradition to it. And your goal with this company is to ultimately make a big impact specifically in St. Louis in Senegal and you hope to build an all-girls STEAM school. Why there specifically? Because when I first came to the States, like I said, um, the connection of uh, St. Louis and St. Louis was so great to me. And there was such comfort um, in my heart, just knowing that I was coming to a place that had similarity and had a connection, uh, be it historic or name. So it had, a, um, uh, there was a feeling of, OK, it's going to be OK, just based on that connection. So um, I came here and it's, I feel like St. Louis, Missouri has given me so much. It's given me an education. It's given me a dual culture. And I feel like I've learned so much by being here. So when I had this idea of building a girl's school, what a better connection than the sister city, you know? Um, Because really with Expedition, there is, it's, you know, the funds are mainly raised in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, the community I've, ha- I've had around me in St. Louis has been so great and just keeps growing every single day. And when you say, I want to build a school back home in Senegal, they want to know more about St. Louis and they want to know about the school and they want to know how they can help and they are, have just been so gracious in every way. So I just want to connect my two dual
0: cultures in that way. That's Sophie Sack, whose organization, Expedition Sub Sahara, sells Senegalese baskets and jewelry in the U.S. modu Jang, are you familiar with these baskets that she's no, talking about? No, not at
2: all. Yeah, you know, I'm. I'm. You've been here in yes. the U.S. so long. Yeah, no. I mean, I. I mean, I, I. know about it, but uh, I haven't seen her products. Oh, you
0: haven't seen hers. Yeah, yes, I meant yeah. the baskets in, in right. that have traditionally. Oh, been Oh yeah, used. of course, of course. You know, this yes. is something that's a big deal in this in yeah, Senegal. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's a savan, and uh, you know, all of those those plants, you know, are used. To you know,
0: these are like reeds, right? Yes, okay, yeah, yeah, and they're used for carrying um goods around anything,
2: or? anything clothes, food, you know, safe stuff, you know, yeah, anything. They are very practical and beautiful, also, interesting, beautiful piece of craft, yeah.
0: So, Sophie actually she also hopes to open a, a school for girls in San Louis, and she told us a little bit about that. In Saint Louis, in Senegal,
1: um, the biggest industry there is agriculture, but anybody in agriculture there will tell you that it's a it's a if it's not a dying industry it's definitely not a lucrative one so imagine taking a place that once was the capital of french um, West Africa and now has kind of fallen from grace in a way and creating a school for girls there that is a STEAM school that you can kind of teach them all this new age technology and, and science and math and art, which is just an amazing part of that city. But then also the, there's this agriculture um, history within the, the space itself. And what could those girls do with the dying agriculture there and the land there that is so uh, fruitful?
0: That's Sophie Sek. Uh, Modu Jiang, I saw you sort of nodding as she yes, was describing yes, the yes. situation yes, there. She's it-
2: absolutely right. And, uh, you know, it's a great city. It's a beautiful city, but also it's a very poor city. Mm. And anything anyone can do to help that city is, is welcome.
0: She talked about sort of this city of having this big cultural relevance, um, yes. you know, hundreds of years ago. And in some ways, St. Louis kind of had that same thing where the city was the gateway to the West. And uh-huh. now it feels like there's other places that have more cultural prominence. Uh-huh. Do you see those parallels in, in the work that you're exhibiting here?
2: What I see is artists loving their culture and loving uh, their community and and loving their craft and uh, putting it together to tell a story that is very compelling and that is beautiful.
0: There's also an underlying theme of social justice in this exhibit. How do you see the movement that followed the death of Michael Brown in Ferguson as relating to people in Senegal?
2: Yes, well, you know, uh, you know, uh, we, we are brothers and sisters all over the world, not just, uh, you know, in terms of race, but also just being part of the humankind, you know, and... Uh, and art making is also uh, a healing process. You know, we are all coming from different stories and different struggle, and uh, and sharing those stories and struggle and healing together and sort of celebrating our culture, what we have together and what we can do together is, you know, a way of starting a greater conversation to solving those political problems. And uh, today we're talking about migration as a problem, mm-hmm. but let's not forget that. If the world is how it is today, it's because of migration.
0: Migration has brought you here, for example. Yes, absolutely. I understand this is the first show in the new Barrett Barrera Project space in Uh the central west end. That gallery is really on the move and and expanding there. What's that like trying to mount a show in a space for the first time? Are there a lot of logistical difficulties? (laughs) It's crazy. (laughs) Is it?
2: (laughs) Let's hope they're not listening. It's it's crazy, but in a beautiful way, you know, because you have all of this synergy, all of this energy coming together and working together and to to make it a success to make it uh uh, you know a place where we can all celebrate and uh, and talk and uh Make it happen for the city and for its community, you know. So I'm excited to see, you know, like uh, we've been hanging work and we're still doing it, and are uh, you be excite- ready to go for tomorrow's opening? We, we will be ready. We will be ready. It's it's almost done.
0: <laughs> and you've heard that here. He's saying it's going to be ready. So Modu Jeng, thank you so much for joining us Thanks today. To you. Thank you. This is St. Louis on the air on St. Louis Public Radio, ninety point seven KWMU.